0: Good morning. Hi, nursing students. Today is January 27th, 2020. This is Dean Turple and Dean Turple's podcast. I am here early this morning to try and get something recorded. So as usual, you know, it will probably just be my rambling. I'm looking at the schedule and it looks to me like we're in starting week four of this session. So at the end of this week, you'll be halfway through the session and halfway to spring break where you can get caught up, work, um, whatever it is you do during spring break. That'll be what I'll be doing, catching up on housework and work, I guess, (laughs) not traveling. You know, I wanted to talk a little bit this morning, uh, two things. The first thing is that I need to ask a favor. If any of you have tried to access the emergency aid or have accessed the emergency aid, that we are offering to students through the nursing student success fund and you received that aid so you received a small grant a small financial grant it would be great if you would contact me email me something um, drop by uh, tell me about what happened and how that helped you here's the deal Um, I went to a donor to be able to secure that money and it wasn't a lot and most of it's used up but I want to go back to the donor and ask for more money. I want to ask for more money to be able to do some emergency aid for people in the form of some small cash grants. Um, usually, they're less than $750. I think the average was about $450. That was uh, or $430, something like that. That was awarded to students, and that and. Honestly, the emergency aid that was set aside just for nursing students is mostly used up. Now, there is other money, so um, other other um, the board followed suit and other people followed suit, so don't not apply. But if you did receive some of that emergency aid, it would be fantastic if you could tell me about a little bit more about what happened to you and how, why you needed it and how it helped you. Um, the more detail you can give me, I will not reveal your identity in any way, But I want to meet with the donor and go back to the donor and say, look, this really impacted these nursing students' ability to finish the program or stay in the program, and here's what happened. And what they really want to know is stories. They really want to know the impact of what they, you know, of of the money that they gave. So that's really what I want to ask. The second thing I want to talk about is the concept of Reset the Mindset. So I'm certainly no expert in this um, area of reset the mindset. In fact, I heard about this concept several years ago. I believe I had to do a reset the mindset or I I elected to do a reset the mindset workshop in one of the online teaching jobs I was doing at the time for a university. And it was pretty, it was pretty interesting. So the idea, the Reset the Mindset idea is that you, we all have a mindset about ourselves. So we have decided that we have talent for something or that we can do something or that we can't do something. And I think the most important is that we've decided that we can't maybe do something. And Reset the Mindset concept is that just because we think we can or can't do something doesn't mean that we can or can't do it. Actually, just because we think we can't do something doesn't mean we can't do it. If we think we can do something, it turns out we probably can't do it. So this was kind of driven home to me when I read, and I know I've talked about this in the RN to and orientation, when I read Steve Martin's autobiography called Born Standing Up. So many of you may not be familiar with um, Steve Martin. I'm obviously old. <laughs> 57. So he's more of my um, generation comedian. But he's funny. At least I think he's funny. And his humor would make me think that he just comes up with it off the top of his head, that he just thinks of these things and then says them that he's just naturally funny. And while I do believe he probably is naturally funny, and some people are born with a little bit of, you know, natural aptitude for something, he didn't just... You know, stand up in front of an audience one day and make millions and in by making them laugh. He worked at this from the time he was a a young kid and he honed his act, he studied very hard. He showed pictures and uh, shared quotes of out of his journals where he had just you know journaled about everything that worked for him and didn't work for him and he actually would pay money to some club owners to get the opportunity to stand up in front of an audience for five minutes or three minutes or whatever and try out some material and then he'd make notes about what worked and what didn't work and then he studied those notes and then he did the same thing over and over again so my point is that yes You know, we may have some interest in something. You're all here because you want to be a nurse. I hope that's why you're here, because you have a natural interest in being a nurse. You didn't seek a degree in theater because that's not really your interest. You may be talented actress, (laughs) or you may be able to act. But the truth is that we're all here because this is what we want to do and some people may find it a little bit easier than other people but everybody can do it it's a matter of deciding that you're going to do it and knowing in your mind that you can do it if you ever took your iv class here some of you um, especially some of you in the rn to bsn program came back here if you work for broward health and maybe took an iv class and in that iv class i that I used to teach, I always said, look, I can give you the secret to starting IVs and being good at IVs. The secret to being good at IVs is to say, I'm good at IVs. You will not work with me in the hospital and hear me say I have trouble starting IVs because I will never say that. I will always tell everybody I'm good at IVs. I tell the patients that. I tell my coworkers that. Everybody. I took every opportunity I could in the past to start IVs on kids, on adults, everybody. I never walked away from the opportunity to start an IV, and I always told the patient and I always told my coworkers, I'm really good at IVs. Guess what? I became really good at IVs. It's the same thing with everything. What we say, if we say I'm no good at math, then we're not going to be good at math. If we say we're good at math, then we are going to be good at math. Does that mean we don't have to practice it? No, we have to practice it. Still, when I'm confronted with a math problem, Sometimes I have to go back to my beginning math books that are here on my desk and review how to do that problem. But that doesn't mean I'm not good at it. I can do it. I just have to study it. And that's the way with it is with all of us. So you can reset your mindset to be good at something. So that's my words of encouragement for this week. Um, I didn't really get to talk with a lot of students on Friday at my office, my student hours here on Central Campus, uh, so a lot of issues didn't come up. I talked with a few Process 1 students who were wondering about the progression of what happens next and how they know when and how to register. And really, the registration starts in February, and you you should be keeping in touch with your campus uh, nursing department but we do know, you know who needs to go on to what course. So you need to keep in touch with them, but we're not gonna just forget about you. Once again, if you are in a retracking status, I just wanna reiterate what I talked about last week that we want you to stay, we need you here. Um, don't, don't walk away and think you're not part of the nursing department, you can be here in the lab You can be, you know, you can participate in nursing club activities. So I hope everybody has a great week. I hope that if you accessed the emergency aid and got any sort of financial grant from that, I hope that you'll get in touch with me and tell me a little bit more about that so that we can share that story, you know, without sharing your name, of course, with the donor, with the hope that we can get more. we can continue to provide that aid and that maybe we could even get a little bit more <laughs> you know they really want to know the stories like I said I guess there is one other thing if anybody um, if any of you here listening to this podcast are taking have taken a course for the third time and pa- and passed it I would really like to hear from you as well <clears throat> last year when i came on board about a year ago we changed some of our internal practices we changed to the idea that you don't have that after four to six credits of failure you have to go to lpn school so we took that away and then after eight credits of failure you're completely out we changed those practices and if we want to be able to continue to do that i need to have some impact of that so if any of you are in the situation where you would have been sent to lpn school but instead you were given another chance or you reached eight credits of failure but weren't kicked out and then you went on to pass i would really love to hear from you again these stories are very important to be able to continue these practices and i really want to know what the impact of our decisions has been and the the impact of the nursing student success fund the emergency aid for nursing students and of changing our practices so thank you guys very much i look forward to talking to you i hope you have a great week Um, I intend to. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.